Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is Jana Shogren. She is the Executive Director of Bridges of Hope. Jana, welcome back to Community Focus. Hey, Tess. Thanks for having me. And welcome back to Bridges of Hope. Yes, it is so good to be back. It's funny. People have been so kind saying, oh, so you have a new job. And I said, yeah, my new old job is awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that's really good. I'm glad you're happy about that. And for folks who are not familiar with Bridges of Hope, Jana, can you paint us a picture? Let folks know what, what you're all about. Yeah, absolutely. So Bridges of Hope was established, you know, in 2002. So we've been around for 18 years now. And our objective is to connect uh, those who are in need, facing some sort of a crisis or a challenge, we connect them with the resources that can help. So that sometimes means pointing them in the direction of one of our great partner organizations, you know, LSS, the county, the women's shelter, whatever that might look like. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes money is just the answer. Especially right now, people are struggling. And and so when, when that is, you know, we go through the process, we talk about budgeting, we talk about what caused the situation, um, and if it looks like, wow, we can really see what, what's going on here and helping, you know, that one time with groceries or an electric bill or, or rent or a mortgage payment, if that's going to be the, the tipping point that helps get somebody through the crisis, then thanks to our partnership with the community and generous churches in our area, we are able to help write the check to that utility company to help get that family through that rough patch. And there's a lot of other things I know we could sit here all day and talk about, but let's narrow some things down now. As kids are getting ready to go back to school, that could pose, excuse me, a number of issues with families. How can Bridges of Hope help with back to school? Absolutely. So I know my kids are going to be leaving the house next week for the first time in, what, five or six months? Yeah, right. It's stressful to get ready, and you think about families in need. You know, right now they're looking at food for back to school and school supplies and those sorts of things. So we definitely want to let people know that some churches in our community have gotten together and put together some school supply kits, and some of those are still available. There was a distribution through Operation Sandwich, who we now um, have as a part of our organization at Bridges of Hope, but there were some leftover kits. So if you are listening and your child is still in need of school supplies, please call Bridges of Hope. Our number is 825-7682. And we have a limited amount of school supplies, but we can get you connected with um, those. Hopefully, uh, maybe not before school starts. We're heading into a holiday weekend here, yeah. but the first day or two of school, we can we can get you connected with those school supplies. And let's elaborate, too, a little bit more on Operation Sandwich, maybe looking back at the summer and looking forward as to how Operation Sandwich has been working and may still work in the future. Yeah, so, you know, Operation Sandwich has been around for a few years now, mm-hmm. and the premise was that, Um, Some volunteers would get together and make lunches on a daily basis and have those available at local parks and schools, for example. Well, of course, as COVID has come along, it's changed the way we do things, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily make sense to be out there every day, and people don't necessarily feel comfortable handing over pre-made lunches. So Operation Sandwich did an awesome job pivoting early on this summer. And what they what we've been doing is we've been putting together groceries, some perishable, some shelf stable um, groceries to put together five lunches. So pickup has been once a week, and families have been able to sign up and stop by and get those groceries so they can get those kiddos lunches for nice. that week. This is an amazing community test. I mean, this number just blows my mind. So since June through just you know this week, nineteen thousand lunches have been given out to our community. What? Isn't that amazing? 19,000 lunches. Yeah. That I mean, that renders me speechless. That is incredible. I know. I 
know. It's just so awesome. Our community is, mm. is so great. When we all we yeah. we're, we're doing a really good job here in Brainerd to come together and just take care of each other. Mm-hmm. And that is Exhibit A right there. Holy cow! Yeah, unbelievable. So now going forward into the school year, how is it going to look? So of course we we're up in the air like a lot of people mm-hmm. are right now. Right, you know we're kind of day by day. School starts next week. We've got this plan for. You know, some kids are in person every day. Some kids are a hybrid model. Lunches will be available at the school. Um, and, and there are some. So I would check with your, your local school and see what might be available to your child, even on their off school day. Okay. Now, we all know that things change really quickly with the times that we're in. Mm-hmm. So we're just watching closely. Yeah. If the school districts need to make some changes, Operation Sandwich is ready to be flexible and pivot. So that I don't know exactly what that'll look like right now. We're kind of holding our breath and watching to see how the first week or two of school goes. But just know that Bridges of Hope is going to be here. Operation Sandwich is going to be here. Our school district is amazing. They are bending over backwards to try and, and just make this an excellent start to the school year. So, so just stay tuned. Should okay. anything change and Operation Sandwich needs to mobilize and get going again, we are absolutely ready to do that. Now, speaking of that, two volunteers, I mean, everyone who works with this is, is on a volunteer basis. And do you need volunteers? And how is the volunteering looking in this department? <laughs> so all through the summer, we had a great coordinator, Tammy Benson, and she had a great crew of volunteers, you know, that would get together, they would shop, they would pack. Some of our staff would go over on Wednesdays to the soup kitchen to help with the pickup of groceries. And then that was a great opportunity, too, for them to connect. Say they had been um, working with somebody over the phones on other issues. They were able to connect in person, get releases of information signed, gather paperwork, that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. it was really kind of a neat one-stop shop on Wednesdays for people to connect and get their groceries and that kind of thing. Uh, Again, Stay tuned. You know, okay. we will put the call out. As soon as we know what Operation Sandwich might look like here going forward, we will put out the call for volunteers um, if needed, or I should say when needed. So, and anyway, you know, we always, we take that. If somebody's interested in volunteering and they know that, mm-hmm. call 825-7682, talk to someone at Bridges, just let them know you're willing to put your name on a volunteer list or that you're ready to donate groceries or write a check if the need is there. You know, we'll we'll definitely call you back as soon as we need you. Assuming you need money anytime, is there anything immediately that you need right now for Operation Sandwich? Right now, Operation Sandwich is in a pretty good spot. And it's okay. weird to say that. You know, we always, we can use funds going forward. I mean, those dollars, they get earmarked for Operation Sandwich and they stay there. So if mm-hmm. somebody's interested in that, so, you know, those dollars will roll forward into the school year, into Christmas break, whenever that looks like. Um, the community has been really generous with Operation Sandwich over the summer, so that's helpful. Um, at Bridges of Hope, you know, the needs are great right now. Yeah. We, we have seen a huge uptick in phone calls just in the last couple weeks, and I'm sure that's attributed to just the ongoing um, joblessness that some folks are facing and the changes that recently happened with unemployment and the stressful anticipation of kids being back in school and that sort of thing. So we are, I mean, their Operation Sandwich is in a pretty good spot for right now. Okay. We could use some funds at Bridges of Hope just for helping families moving forward to okay. some more flexible funds. Because what happens is when people send us money for Operation Sandwich, we respect that and we keep that specifically for Operation Sandwich. We can always use those flexible dollars that we can use for electric bills, mortgage okay. payments, whatever that looks like. So if anybody's willing to make a general donation to Bridges of Hope right now to help us just help families meet them wherever they're at, we can always use those donations. And you can go to our website, bridgesofhopemn.org, 
There's a nice little donate button, or checks can come into our um, our office. That um, you can mail them to 2011 South Sixth Street. Um, yeah, so the, the need is always there. I'll say that. You know, we're unfortunately I've never seen a time when we've just been all set and all good. So the <laughs> right. need is always there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice if that were the case, though, right? Yeah. What are some of the other services, Jana, that you guys provide at Bridges of Hope? We've kind of touched on some of them, but what are some that others may not know about? So obviously, like I said, we have our resource connection services. That's our most needed service right okay. now. That's where somebody can call in, talk about their situation, and we'll help um, point them in the right direction or help them with a, a bill if needed. We talked about Operation Sandwich. We have a couple other programs that are just a little bit on hold right now. You know, Self-Healing Communities Partnership, for example. And, you know, some of their programs are on hold right now or because they were really in-person and face-to-face. Yeah. And that is just really something that's it's difficult to deliver right now. Yep. Um, families are just barely hanging on and trying to get by day to day. And some people just aren't comfortable face to face right now. So we do have a few things that are slightly on hold. But as soon as it's safe, we're going to get rolling again. We do have our laundry program, too. It's interesting, the needs when you start talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like when you have to go to the laundromat and, you know, lug that laundry soap and have those quarters available, that is a, a need that we've we've heard about. And wow. we thought, well, that's interesting. We, we didn't think about that. So we have also started um, handing out laundry pods when people pick up stuff at the soup kitchen, their groceries, and the Operation Sandwich groceries. Really? Because laundry pods, they're lighter, they're easy to take, you mm-hmm. know, than lugging a big, huge thing of laundry soap around. So we've reached out and done that as a ministry just to help people with something as simple as getting their, their clothes washed, you know? Man, that's a, that's something a lot of us just take for granted. We can run down our basement and throw in a load and be done with it. But, wow, interesting, eye-opening. Yeah. All right, and of, and course, of course... It's not necessarily... A, oh, yeah. No. I think you were just going to talk about Common Goods. Yes, yeah, I was going right for Common Goods. <laughs> Let's talk about... Oh, yeah, there's a couple locations. So we have, of course, our Common Goods thrift stores located in Baxter and in Cross Lake. And what a blessing they are in so many ways. I mean, A, thrift shopping is just a great way to be kind to the environment and buy secondhand, right? Mm -hmm. And people can shop there knowing that the money they spend there is is helping to offset all of our programs at Bridges of Hope. And like we said, boy, do we need that more than ever right now. So we are just so thankful. Andrea and Danelle are our awesome store managers. We've got excellent staff members over there. They are taking appointments for um, when we want to drop off. You know, when we do a closet clean out, you know, and we're mm-hmm. ready to get that stuff to a thrift store. They're taking appointments for that right now, of course, again, okay. to be safe during COVID, to not be overwhelmed at that donation point with many people, you know, having to come face to face at the same time. So I know that's a change for people. And we, I just want to say thank you to to our donors for acclimating to that I know when you clean out that closet, you just kind of want it out of your house. Get it gone. Trunk right away. Yep. Yes. But we just appreciate so much the people that have been kind and that make that appointment. It really is helping us keep you safe. It's helping us keep our staff safe. And it's just helping us to be able to maximize our staff and to be able to get those things out on the sales floor so you can shop and so we can do more good for Bridges of Hope. And Jenna, do I understand, and maybe this was earlier on in this whole thing, but there was a way that they were asking items to be packaged. And maybe that's something they talk about when they call to make their appointment, but are there special packaging requirements now too? There are. You know, it's really helpful for us if if clothing and items can be in bags versus boxes and you think about the fact that you know we just have a limited amount of space so when we're taking those items in 
if we're stacking up a lot of bulky boxes, we're going to run out of space really quickly. Mm-hmm. Bags are a little more, you can kind of squish them, Lob them. <laughs> and move them to where you need to be. It's just a little lighter and a little more mobile. So okay. we're, we're, we would love it if people bring those in bags. You know, garage sale stickers are, are something we just cannot take items with those. And I understand some people kind of tilt their head and don't understand that. But if you can imagine, you know, we have staff and volunteers, and if they have to scrape and pick off all those garage yeah. sale stickers, that's just really time-consuming. And, and, you know, so if you can help us and realize that, yes, we want to be a resource for you mm-hmm. to drop off your goods, but we also want to get the word out that we are trying to supplement the Ministry of Bridges of Hope, too. So the quicker yeah. our staff can get through those items and get them ready for the sales floor, the more efficient we can be in raising dollars for Bridges of Hope. So okay. we just really ask you guys to be a partner with us and package those things well, take those stickers off, um, bring us things that still have life in them, yeah. items that you would feel good about passing along to a neighbor who whose kiddo was your same the same size you know if there are stains and holes and tears and that kind of thing yeah sometimes you know it's okay to just kind of bless and release those items right (laughs) let them go i know sometimes we feel better passing them along but Mm -hmm. but really those are items we have to pass on anyway and then you know it fills up our recycling or our dumpster and that kind of thing so it's okay we like to give people permission just it's okay to end items lives sometimes yes and then other things like if you would actually give it away to somebody you know and care about well, then bring it into Bridges of Hope yeah. and we can get that ready for our sales floor. That's a great way to look at it. A great way. The other thing we want to mention about Common Goods, I understand you are hiring. We are. We're hiring at both locations. We're looking for people that have a heart for serving, people that are willing to dig in and work hard and maybe think of sorting those donations as kind of a treasure hunt. Um, you know, if you're a people person and just, you know, kind of flexible and like to do a lot of different things and, and be on the go all the time. Um, common goods would be the place for you. You know, we've had a couple of college students that have, have been able to move back to college. So it's left a couple gaps in our staffing. So okay. please reach out to the stores, either Danelle or Andrea, and uh, they will get you connected with an application and, and interview you. Excellent. And I'm guessing to call either store too to make that appointment to bring in items and donate, right? Exactly. Yep. Call okay. to if you're interested in employment or if you want to volunteer or if you want to schedule an appointment for donating. Otherwise, the general line again for Bridges of Hope, if you are in need of any of the services we've talked about today, 825-7682. Is that what you said, Jana? That's correct. And of course, your website is always up and running too. It is Bridges of Hope, M-N, as in Minnesota, dot org. Anything else we need to touch on before we let you go, Jana? I think that's enough for people to digest right before a holiday weekend. Thank you for helping me get that all out there. Not a problem. Well, it was really nice to talk to you. I can't wait till we can see each other face-to-face again with these interviews. But in the meantime, have a wonderful weekend. And, uh, Jenna, thanks for taking time to visit with us. And thanks for what you and your crew are doing. Thank you, Tess. Thanks for helping us get the word out. You have a great weekend. You too. Jana Shogren, the Executive Director of Bridges of Hope, my guest today on Community Focus. Remember, you can listen to Community Focus anytime online at our website at 1067wjjy.com, and you can also pull it up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.